All right, let's give it a second. What is this, deliverance? Hell no. But if you wouldn't mind squealing like a pig with that pretty mouth of yours, this is Seriously Seagal. Ugh. Wow. Yep, welcome to Seriously Seagal. We've just watched the 1997 <laughs> film Fire Down Below. What a is, doozy. Yeah, it's a real... It was, uh, it was a little tough for some of us in the room. I think uh, Raj had a really good time. It was awesome. <laughs> Raj always has a good time. There was, was a moment good. when we like took our second break, or like the, the fifth time Smitty and I asked how much time there was left, yeah. where we were like considering a, a Robin Williams exit, and Raj was we like, close. that was we great. This, yeah. this stuff is so awesome. <laughs> this is our sixth Seagal movie that we've watched as part of this podcast. To each their own. <laughs> to each their own. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. And I think that kind of has been the story <laughs> now. This one was, uh, again, 1997, kind of Seagal at the end of it, very end of his peak, I would say. Yeah, um, definitely starting to go downhill. I think this was, this was definitely a mainstream feature release. Um, I don't know how much money it cost, but it only made $16 million. I can't imagine it did well for him. It I think cost, okay, oh, really? $60 billion. Whoa. $60 million was the budget. That's still a ton of money. And it made 16 That's a ton of money to spend on this movie. I don't know where any of that money went, except for getting the rights to Little Wing. The, yeah, to the, to the Jimi Hendrix song. Maybe those explosions, too. Yeah, the explosion. And like that trailer that went over the hill, like that huge, like Optimus Prime, like sixteen wheeler that like they crashed. That probably uh, cost yes, money. that was probably definitely expensive. Yeah, Seagal sure. does pull a bullfighter move on Optimus Prime in this movie, sending him to a fiery doom. <laughs> yeah, it was a little depressing. So, so basically, oh, the plot go, of this movie. Hold on, oh, sorry, oh, yeah. sorry. Before no, before we get into it, I just want to get a little trivia here. Uh-huh. So let's hear it. Um, so basically, this ended Steven Seagal's multi-movie. Um, Contract with Warner Brothers oh, okay. because it was such a flop. It makes a lot of but sense. But he did work with them later on Exit Wounds. Oh, really? Yes, okay. In Who? 2001. Was Ja Rule, oh, in, ja Rule Exit in that one? Okay, I can't wait for that. Let, we're that, getting. I thought that was DMX. Oh, oh no, DMX. DMX, DMX yep. Oh, Ja Rule it might DMX. be in. Um, it's DMX. It's DMX. In the. F- <laughs> shit, what's your one? Is the execute. Uh, we'll find out, man. No, no, no. There's one. Which one is the one with Ja Rule in it? We are in it to lose it. Uh, you are listening to Seriously Seagal, the podcast where we get serious about the films of Steven Seagal. Um, this is P-Bear, drummer for the Van Burens, talking right now. Right next to me, wearing just, just a blanket again and a pair of shorts. And like they aren't Steven even Seagal, shorts. That's underwear. Like Seagal, we just took out the trash. <laughs> we did. It was trash night, and, and it was. my good man over here was standing outside with a blanket on his top, a bare midriff. <laughs> Serious chicken legs, some serious dark meat going on down low. Yeah. <laughs> Showing it basketball for the whole sneakers. <laughs> it brought the crowd out. Introduce yourself, my good man. This is The Flavor, a.k.a. Brown Man, uh, and that movie was Half Past Dead with Ja Rule. Okay. All oh, right. Cool. Okay. It's 2002. Okay. Oh, oh, we're going to get into that at some point. Over oh, to okay. across the room for me with podcasts. And then we got... Absent today. Yeah, no, no podcast. Hey, congratulations, knows. man. That's Thank great. Thank you. That's the first time. Yeah. First time. Um, Captain Smitty, marrying the helm. <laughs> or attempting to. Very good. Dropping those ones and twos and sometimes threes. Four. S- right up. <sighs> yeah. No, no, so no, what's no. nice about this movie, I think, is that the plot is basically summed up for you in basically during the credits. Immediately. So Immediately. if there's any yes. like, hey, what's going on here? Just go back to the first credit. First uh, <laughs> minute of the movie. There were many basically. times where I wasn't unsure as to what was happening, but I was asking, why is any of this happening? Sure. Yes. I mean, in a more existential, existential sense. <laughs> Lots of those happening. Yeah. So in the credits... We see some flashbacks, some sepia tone flashbacks <laughs> to Seagal's partner. What did we later learn his name was? So Frank. Yeah, Frank. Frank. So f- <laughs> Frank was basically Frank. set up and killed, made it to look like an accident, but yes. it was obviously these uh, evil uh, chemical dumping tycoons. Chris Christopherson and his family. AKA Chris Christopherson. Hey, quit dumping. Exactly. I don't see much dumping around here except for people taking poops. And it's basically a big cover-up happening within the town. No one wants to talk about it. You know, the people are getting paid off to, you know, not talk about it. And stuff a lot of like ins, that. a lot of outs, a lot of yes. espionage. Oh, yes. Seagal is flying a small plane to this Kentucky town <laughs> yep. in the beginning. Right in the beginning. And I really just, I've enjo- I enjoyed quite a bit, uh, many times in this movie, where mm-hmm. Seagal was shown from the kind of shoulders up oh, yep. in a scene where action is going on. 
like when he's flying the plane or when he's driving the car <laughs> <laughs> or when he's playing guitar, which we'll get to. Dude, it is one of the oh best scenes God. in Seagal oh history. That scene alone is makes with this movie. I, I kind of feel like I did leave satisfied just because of that. It like, was very uh, entertaining. They could have just ended the movie after that scene and I would have been like, yep. Oh, they could have entered the movie multiple times, <laughs> so but we will times. also get to that. <laughs> we will also get to that later. So <laughs> many times. Okay, so we see Seagal flying the plane to the small Kentucky town. He was clearly not flying this plane. No, he was probably no like eating a bag of cashews, and yeah. they're just <laughs> catching him in between, like his hand getting up to his mouth to catch these shots. <laughs> yep. We see flashbacks of his old partner, whose name again was Frank. Frank, <laughs> like being all buddy buddy with Seagal, which. Uh, is a huge mistake in this movie, particularly. Don't shake Seagal's hand. Don't smile at him. Don't be his don't friend. Be friends. The minute you you're become gonna hurt, friends you're with Seagal, get yourself hurt. Yeah, especially when you do it in front of the guys who you know are trying to injure you yes. and him. There is multiple of those occasions. It happened well. so many times, and Seagal's <laughs> really not smart about it either. No, he, he kind he, of has I mean, like he, he does. He doesn't have any regard for his friend's well-being. Basically. Whatever the opposite of the Midas touch is, is yes. what <laughs> his hands do in this movie. Don't trust the Seagal touch. Um, we find out also via the credits that there are a lot of country musicians in this movie. This movie is kind of like a love letter to country music. A little bit. From it's Steven loaded. Seagal. Oh, yeah. And he does play guitar in this movie again, oh and it's fucking awesome. He killed it. So wait, so wait, wait, there's Chris Christopherson, uh-huh. Levon Helm, yep. Travis Tritt. Is Travis Tritt. There was, also tra- there was another Travis, wasn't it? Randy Travis Randy is in Travis it for a minute for like one. that weird cameo. And Raj, you pointed out like it's pretty late in the game to bring in this character yeah. when he came in like at the minute twenty, it was, it was hour very, twenty mark. It was late, and then like he died also pretty soon after. And we were so. like, no, this is just a cameo. But then yeah. it kind of wasn't. It was very odd. It yeah. was a very poorly constructed <sighs> movie, <was> terribly written. <laughs> a lot of short scenes. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is what I was talking about. Is the it, first it, forty uh, minutes of the movie feels interminable around because everywhere. it's just these quick cuts to scenes where nothing is happening. It, so it just feels like. And also, they're supposed to be yeah. the same day, and he's like wearing different outfits. He always goes from his like Native American jacket to the black leather jacket. Yeah, there was one jacket that looked like, like if Beetlejuice fucked a cow. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> this is what it turns out. There were like differing degrees yeah. of like brightness on the jackets, and sometimes they were a little flowery. But he was always wearing black. Always black. So yes. he comes as an EPA agent, who is surely above the law, and it of seems course. like he's out for justice. To this, he's hard to kill. He's very hard to kill. He comes to this small Kentucky town where um, several EPA agents have been killed already. Right. Yeah, well, Frank has been killed. Frank was killed. His Frank good buddy Frank, Frank, we no. saw that in that five seconds. Yeah. We really all Frank, missed Frank. No. Yeah. no, not Frank. Frank. We really <laughs> like that guy. <laughs> we really like that guy. Uh, so he comes to this town. Shout out to South Park. Where there's clearly been some toxic waste dumping going on. Um, and he's undercover as a carpenter who's going to fix some porches. If a you know Jesus-loving I mean. carpenter. And is, is doing stuff under the He's guise God's of the church, holy work, under man. the wing He's of the church. He's doing God's holy work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Levon Helm is the preacher who kind of sets him up and kind of points him in the right direction. Reverend the Bob start. Gordon? Is that his That's name, Reverend I Bob Gordon? I believe so. Dude, everybody's reverend down there. Something They're very like spiritual people. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, exactly. Bob, oh, no, sorry. Bob Goodall. Can't swing your arms without Got hitting a reverend. I thought Levon Helm was actually like okay. baptized and shit, you know. So they're all, they're all. No, I thought I thought he did fine. Jesus. He did fine. I thought everybody around Seagal did an okay job, but I thought the movie was just like the editing was all fucked up. This was a first-time director. It seemed pretty obvious that that was the case. Yeah, well, he was a first-time director. Yeah. Okay. There were so many action scenes where just nothing. Like, remember the snake scene, you guys? Yeah, it was like so nothing happened. Nothing. But that was pretty sick. He just grabs. The he just grabs them by the neck. Pretty fucking sick, though, dude. He just, <laughs> he just double rattlesnake out of there. He fucking. Yeah, pretty it's awesome. Like, he uh, stares down he's this rattlesnake. Double fisting snakes like this. <laughs> dude, <laughs> he was like it, a shake weight. A yes, snake yes, weight. I wouldn't yes. be able to single fist a snake, let alone double fist one. <laughs> <laughs> he stares down this rattlesnake and fucking catches it when it comes to bite him. There's yeah, that is so sick, dude. That is so sick. He, he stares down two. Yep. Too. Well, he didn't even realize one the second with one was each, there. He was like, "Oh, one. now there's another one." It was the same shot used to show each snake. It was awesome. Yes. <laughs> it, was. It, it was. It was awesome. It was. It was awesome. Steven, send us your videos of you guys catching snakes. All right. Yeah. P- send us your vines. Be careful. Send us your send it on Twitter. Like, hit us up on Periscope. Use like garter snakes to start. You know, yeah, until you're yeah. sh- confident you can actually <laughs> grab the snakes, and then go to more venomous <laughs> ones. So Steven starts his carpenteric ways. Um, we already knew he could weld from... We saw him weld. 
another well earlier. Yeah, in but a different movie. Have you ever saw him though. saw? No, but no. I knew he could, so I'm not that surprised. I'm Steven, not. Steven, I like to play a game. <laughs> Steven Scott in Saw Nine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I like to play a game. And it's just him sawing. Wait, what wood. did you say, Steven? He I takes like so many breaks. He Wait, only sorry, takes breaks which, from working. Which answer choice did you choose, Steven? I can't hear you. Wait, so are you? Are you going to saw it or not? Do I have to come in there? God damn it. All right. Who picked this guy? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking speak up, Stephen. Put a mic on him. Interestingly, when he gives that speech, though, in the uh, church, he's mm-hmm. mic'd, and it's still most like passionate. Like Everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's making a lot of sense. Yeah, that guy's the first got some cogent points. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first time. It's because the townsfolk had just never heard him yep. speak when yep. he was speaking. They, he needed a mic the whole he time. He really like steps into Leon <laughs> Levon Helm's sermon there and just he, takes, well, takes yeah. over takes, the pulpit at a over. church. He takes it over. <laughs> yeah. Wearing all black. Uh, yeah, he keeps... Wor- so this was one of the and things And towering today. over the people. He's supposed to be undercover as an EPA agent, so his cover doesn't get blown and the bad guys figure out what he's trying to do. But, but he's, he's, like, he's, he's just six, wearing all black. He's 6'4". Six f- he's 6'4". Six and he's like all, slick back... Like everyone black, else in this movie is 5'5 or less. He's wearing jet black hair. He's, he's dressed ponytail. like Satan incarnate at a church. <laughs> well, one of those scenes at the beginning, like, you know, when he... um, So he sneaks away and goes to test some of the water from the river, right? Uh-huh. And then uh, that kid like sees him and is like goes to like report on mm-hmm. him. But he's just like running around in like rural Kentucky in the woods, <laughs> yes. wearing like a leather jacket and leather pants. Yep. And it's, uh, he's just so out of place. It's, it's he looked like Michael Myers wearing a porn couch. Yes, like, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> he was walking so slowly. Can I also say <laughs> that that scene was completely unnecessary because there's no follow-up with those marijuana farmers that he took out. No, yeah, it it's was It's not like pointless. they went looking for him or anything. Yeah, so Basically, it, that scene was there. Like it was unnecessary t- because it wasn't connected to the main, like, dr- whatever, like, the bad stuff that was going on. Like, they just happened to have a marijuana farm, and it was like, okay. That well, was, that, 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 that was them telling the that people are just on the lookout for, like, people Right, the townsfolk around. are that's the unhappy. Ba- that's the meaning of that yeah. scene. It, it's pretty pointless. And that was though. Steven's like classic save the cat moment scene where he just beats up the shit out of a group of dudes. For no reason and then just like walks you know, away. I want to, let's, let's, I want to make a note, let's, while we're talking about this deal of these people uh-huh. like looking out for snooping people, can we, can we take, I want to talk about I want to talk about the Southern people because I think they were misconstrued here. Can should, we take Should it we go to our first segment? Can we, can we take it to the segment Flavors of the World? Wait, I got something to say. I don't know if I know this one. Is this, this new? This is the new one. This oh, is the okay. new this segment, new guys. All right, well, let's, let's see how our this goes. Let's try this new segment through <laughs> Podcast 6. Ooh, <laughs> I really like this. Flavor Remind me of Seagal. World. Yes, <laughs> and very appropriate <laughs> <Yo>. for <laughs> rural Kentucky. <laughs> of course. I got, you know, I, I, I feel like they portrayed... The southern people here of Kentucky just very, very, they just misconstrued them because they're not, they're not so distrusting as they made this town out to be. The whole like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, we like, we'll get out of here, our town. And I get like most of them were doing that because they were like the bad people. We obviously. don't take kindly your taps. You know, even before he gave that passionate much, speech, some yeah. of the, even the townspeople were, I'll remind you to that dad, you know, when he was talking to that kid after working in the carpentry house, the guy who came back from mining was like, mm-hmm. like he seemed distrusting. And I, I don't find that to be true. I think... I think people from Kentucky, Midwesterners, Southerners like that, they're very they're very trusting people. I think they're all about community. I mean if you You're saying they're a bunch of rubes, Flav? No, not at all. I think they're just very loving people. They were kind of conned warm. by Chris I mean, Christopherson. Well, yeah, movie. it's because they're what? trusting people. I mean, have you heard country music? It's amazing. There's so much. Uh, it's amazing. Like, There's some great country music in this country movie. Country music is just, it's all about like stories about people doing awesome things and falling in love and trusting other people. And then they get fucked over. So they're heartbroken. Uh-huh. And then they drink a lot. And then they trust exactly. again. <laughs> and then it happens again. But they keep doing it because at the heart of it, they're trusting people. You know what I mean? Like they just they keep getting fucked over because of that. You were talking about country music during the middle of the movie, and you said something like, uh, uh, "Country music is just about coming in drunk and going out drunk." I mean, <laughs> I, it's it's really that's what it is, man. You get you're either drunk in love when you start, and then you get your heart broken, and then you're drunk and literally drunk afterwards because you're drinking your troubles away. Yeah, exactly. It's a good I point. Mean, I was drunk <laughs> when I met her. <laughs> Her blue eyes. 
<laughs> and then like uh, you know, like two minutes in the song, you're like, and then she left, <laughs> and those blue eyes became brown whiskey. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, that like might have been the best <laughs> song we heard tonight. I would say so, yeah. It's great, yeah, but um, that's up there with Little Wing and that band song. And then you know, there's such loving people. Like uh, they let Steven just join into that band. They let that guy just drink himself with the Jim Beam. Can, can we to take death. it to? Uh, <laughs> To our Keith David Memorial. Yeah, let's take Nam it. Segal let's MVP, take it over I, there. I, I really, we're getting into this scene, which is oh, the best scene right, in the movie. Right. I love you, Kentucky. David Memorial, the Nam Segal MVP, something like that. Keith David. Yeah. God damn it, people. Sing that correctly next time. <laughs> I'm Keith David. Um, my Keith David Memorial Nam Segal MVP for this movie was the guitar player who drinks the handle of Jim Beam twice really hard to his face. Mm, passes out. Passes <laughs> out on stage at the jamboree <laughs> that Seagal is taking his love interest to on a date. Oh and he kind of just like druggedly hands yeah. Seagal's guitar yeah. to him. Yeah, he's just it's like, for that move. I'm going down. Here, take this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows. He's just like, you look like you play guitar boy. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, I Jim. can't do it. And this is what I'm saying, man. They just love it. They, yeah. let, him, they let him play. Yeah, and everyone's just kind of like, oh, old Willie. And all those bad guys just fucking hate it. They're like, oh, yeah, he plays guitar well, too. Good. God damn it. Because he starts tearing it up on guitar. And them showing Seagal tearing it up on this ah, acoustic guitar is one of the worst filmed moments in the movie. What? They like to focus yes. on his right hand. Because they're showing hands. him from the head up, clearly not playing anything that has yeah, to do with the song, right. then showing just his hand, yeah, clearly yeah. not oh, him. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. And then some of it's like in fast motion, too. Sure. It's oh, okay, okay. very yeah. strange. All right. But it is really funny how all the bad guys... Are kind of like just they're hanging like, out, oh, watching, okay. and being like, kind of. But they're they're kind of like jealous. They're like, oh yeah, oh. he's really good at guitar. <laughs> yeah, yes. He kicked our ass and he's good at guitar. <laughs> he's gonna take all our women now. That was such like the alpha male moment though, too. Like, because basically he goes in there and mm-hmm. then gets the guitar, plays like a nasty soul, and like finishes with the band, and then immediately after that, like pretty much takes care of like the bad guys. Yeah, she goes out and then goes out and talk with our uh, Chris Christopherson bad guy and right. basically tells him, no, fuck you. I'm not going to take any money. Right. It's like, you're going down. I got a lot of money. Everybody's got a price. Yeah, like, exactly, my, uh, exactly. Such a generic bad guy. My Keith David would be the, uh, what, shit, what was his name? The main, the main sidekick dude who was feeding him information, but he was distrusting at first until he finally got his new porch. Harry Dean Slingblade? Slingblade? (laughs) Harry Dean Stanton? Yes. It had a really tough turn of events in this movie. Yeah, I mean, he basically got beat up immediately right after being seen with Seagal. He's kind of just like lurking around a lot at the beginning. I mean, him and Seagal just hanging around around very nervously. going on, I feel like. Yeah, (laughs) here we go. Yes, there is a moment in the movie where Seagal, where Harry Dean Stanton finally gives Seagal the information about the dumping that he's seen. It's more than just poops, you know? Um, And Seagal is like, okay. And then they have like a little funny thing where he's like, now you got to fix my porch. Yeah, and you gotta fix my driveway too. And his well, like, ha ha, and he's like, oh, I don't even have a driveway. And then they're both like laughing their yeah. asses off, <laughs> smoking beet bowls like crazy. Yeah. The music is like a, a real jamboree song. Yep. This is one of the moments where Seagal befriends somebody, and it's yeah. a huge mistake. The, yep. The, my favorite part about that was he was basically trading small jobs for information. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He was like. So you're gonna fix my Porsche, and then something that's, like, said something, something, and then he's like, "Well, my stairs also <coughs> need fixing." <laughs> is that something <laughs> you would do, like or I would do? Right. You know? yeah. I don't know. Do you know how to? Do you know carpentry? Would you be the Seagal on this? Do you know how to? Is it based on carpentry? I don't know. Well, okay. So Seagal's driving the car. Harry Dean stands in the passenger seat. He knows how to play harmonica. They're really broing out. <laughs> Another thing that I thought was funny is that harmonica fixing Harry. your porch kind of became a slang for like coming over and fucking you in this <laughs> yeah. movie, or at least trying to. Or at least attempting to. So it was no, really no funny. No penetration it, happened. It was really so. funny when Harry Dean Stanton was kind of like, and uh, hey, uh, Jack, you mind if you uh, fix my porch? <laughs> it's I got, like, yeah, I got a porch in the back of my house you can come <laughs> fix. <laughs> you can always come in through my back yeah, door, yeah, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jack. <laughs> I mean, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Jack. I think it's Jack. I think you would be. I don't know. I think you would be. S- I think I'm Harry Dean Stanton, and you're, you're Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just have that feeling. Like I have a feeling. I could imagine myself shaking your hand in front of a bunch of people, and then those dudes beating the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In fact, that's happened before. Yeah, it's happened many a yep. time. Smitty, who's your non-Segal MVP in honor of Keith, Keith David? Oh, jeez. Um. I'm just gonna have to go leave on leave on Helm. That's a great pick. That's the legit pretty solid pick again. I mean, he did get murdered. Awesome, mu- awesome musician, and he did went out. He went out in a blaze. Dude, he did got he literally, murdered in yeah. that? literally, for sure. Yeah. Nobody mentions I that. I know they don't talk about that. It's just like 
they killed him and then burned Burn his body the in the down. church. And the church everyone's is like, oh, okay. Well, it's set on fire as if the body of Christ is made of kerosene. Yeah. And yes. it's like an enormous blaze. In the, and they don't mention that Levon died in that. Nope. They don't seem to really d- care d- too d- much. No d- funeral, nothing. There's a lot of that going on. Again, misconstruing the southern people. They would stand behind their fucking pastor. They would, do you realize that, that city would be up in arms if somebody went and burned their pastor's church down? That town would be like rabid dogs. Yeah. I think that would be the headline of the scene. And I they would, wouldn't I would not say mention. so. I, there was something weird going on in this movie where like not everybody could be ever be there at the same time. Yeah. Like Chris Christopherson was like never there with anybody else. There were so that's many scenes of Seagal. That's because Chris Christopherson was too busy banging chicks like left and right. That's true. He was a real sleaze bag, and he, he had, had a bed, bed in his, in his office. office and a full bar, <laughs> <laughs> and a pool table. I think, right? Yeah. No pool table there? They came in. He came in for a day. They were like, "Be a generic bad guy." He's like, "Okay." They're like, "You have to film a death scene as well." He's like, "Can you do right, it in I forty could, minutes?" Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I could probably pull that." <laughs> off. I'm gonna go fuck Barbara Streisand <laughs> or whatever I do. I'm fucking Chris Christopherson. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that didn't. Uh, there was. Well, what I, what I want to say was, like, also Seagal, there were a lot of headshots of Seagal reacting, clearly not in the same scene. And then, uh, what was going on with the kid with the drawings? What drawings? Of the helicopter. It's basically what? showing you that the people know what's kind of happening or, or have seen stuff happening. Because he's basically drawing the helicopter that's dumping all the fucking waste everywhere. Right, but I thought it was just such a weird way to do it. Like, yeah, it's it seems strange. so abstract to the kid like, and to the family. Is that, is that a helicopter? Why is that UFO? It was like the mashed potatoes from third, uh, Close Encounters right, of the Third Kind. It was right, like, this right. means something. It was like, no, this is clearly a helicopter. Yeah, Mom no, and Dad, it was yeah. a helicopter <laughs> dumping toxic waste. That's what it was. It's like, you dumping, bro. So many sick kids in this movie. Oh, poor kids. Did you notice when Seagal introduces himself to those three little girls at the beginning, he says, that's a pretty name about all three of them. And then that's his first line to the love interest, too. He's like, mm-hmm. He, he recycles everything. He's <laughs> very unoriginal. Very unoriginal. <laughs> However, he did, have some, he did have some good. Li- he did have some original lines here. So why don't we? Uh, yeah, let's send it to Flaves. <coughs> why don't Faves. we take it over to? Flaves Faves. Yeah, it is. Did we say that? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, the very first one that I thought made my list was actually a non-cigar, and that's the only non-cigar. Which is when, you know, you've got your Chris Christopherson and his, like, little idiot kid, basically. Mm-hmm. And they're talking, and the kid's like, you want me to take him out, Dad? And the guy's like, you couldn't take out a cheeseburger through a drive through window. <laughs> that was <laughs> that really was good. Like, yeah. All right. That was probably the best <laughs> line in the that, movie. That's fair. Yes. Got a but, genuine smile uh, from my, me. Uh, his first, it's Seagal's first line is really, it's amazing, but it's, it's an entire, like, really just like a diatribe, to be honest. So let's see if I can do this justice. It's pretty. It's it's good. It's good. But uh, very uh, wordy one-liners yeah. from Seagal in this movie. A lot of extra yeah, verbiage. Like, uh, all right, I got it. There yeah. are like th- all right, let's there see like four-line right. one-liners. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here you go. Focus. What uh, set the scene? So we're outside of some sort of like diner or rest wherever, but the cops have come up now, and he's speaking yep. to the sheriff. The sheriff who tries to arrest him and, completely yeah, and futilely twice all in this movie. are gone now. He knows who they are. They've, they've openly agreed that they know who each other are. It seemed like that should have happened immediately yeah, when he puts the know, snake in those guys' car. And so, you know, this guy is not relenting. And he's still, you know, for some reason, he's he still thinks he's going to take Seagal in. I don't know what he's... Like, this man is dressed in all black for the last, like, however long he's been in yeah. your town. Like, what do you think this guy's going to do? That was my what problem the with, do you with think a lot of these bad guys. dressed in a black trench coat and with a black ponytail, six foot four, yeah. who's crossing his hands when he's talking to you, like, ever just so gently. Like, this is <laughs> this guy is ice cold, man. Like, what is? what are you going to do? You need to start gently crossing your hands I'm like that, too. It's such a that. good look. It's I'm going to definitely do that. <laughs> it's just like I could I not start give freaking the shit out of people in jiu-jitsu just by, like, doing that. Did, did nobody in this movie notice that he kicks everyone's ass every single time and they, they still keep, send... They still keep going like after him and they just... One at just, a time. Yeah, one, yeah. yeah <laughs> all right. One at so a time. We're, like we're here fights. and this guy thinks he's going to take it in. So finally, Seagal's pissed now. He's like, yeah. all right, I'm done negotiating with this guy and being like, let's do it next way. He's like, you want to play this game all the way? I can have 300 agents come into this little hick town and crawl up every orifice you've got. When it's over, you can go to your favorite proctologist and get a nice soothing ointment. Rub it on whichever hole hurts most. How do you want it? How do you want it? 
Really good, man. That so, was you know, it's, it's, it's not a one-liner, but it's damn good. It's damn good. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's just it so pretty good. good. I, I enjoyed that. Your favorite too. proctologist? <laughs> yeah, it's like, he actually what's going on with you, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, why do you have so many? Yeah, this town has like <laughs> that was a key part about this quote. Is one gas said, station, one diner, and nine proctologists. <laughs> he really does. He comes back to that Every, later. Everyone's though. everyone's old, and they got prostate so, problems. So uh, you know, I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna okay. You know what? I'm not gonna jump to that. I'm gonna. He comes back to this proctologist thing and the yes, theme he does. later. He also returns to a lot of his one-liners. <laughs> but yeah, the second one that I thought was really good was a true. Uh, <laughs> two. The next two, sorry, I thought were true one-liners. And mm-hmm. the one, the first one is after he <laughs> he shoots the fucking cigar or the flare gun rather that's gonna oh. light this guy. Oh yeah. He shoots it to light it and then yeah. he shoots it to put it out. This is a ridiculous scene. <laughs> Both. Where in uh, and then he just very casually is like, "Stick around, we're gonna have some fun." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, All "Stick right. around, we're gonna have some fun." Yeah, that, that was it. Um, that's when Randy Travis, at the very end, in this very strange turn of events, which <laughs> that really didn't need to be part of the movie. No, it was pointless. Randy was pointless. Travis is a phony federal agent who yeah. he like attempts, attempts Sarah. Yeah, Sarah, yep. the love interest. The shoehorned in love interest. We haven't talked about her. We haven't. I thought she was actually pretty good. I liked her. No, she was good. Um, so. But what what happens is they got on a high speed chase with Seagal. Yeah. Another truck gets involved somehow. We've, yeah, we've already sorry, seen somehow. it. Somehow, yeah, this guy gets it involved. ends at a gas station slash diner, which is the only one in the town. Um, <laughs> there's a shootout the in in the diner, and Randy Travis's buddy winds up covered in gas, still hanging out near the crashed car. <laughs> this scene was so odd to me. The like the turnarounds in the scene. So Seagal <laughs> takes a flare. Cracks it lit, yeah, yeah. throws it over to the gas. Okay, and we're like, all right, this is going to be awesome. And this guy the just, g- he does like a diving, like football catch and yeah. snags it with one Odell hand. Odell Beckham Literally Jr. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah it, it really was an Odell Beckham Jr. crab with like yeah. one handed, just like inches from the ground. It would have obviously lit up, but. Oh, for sure. It, it's, it's movies, so um, it didn't. So he catches it and then has it in his hand, and then Seagal basically just shoots it. Right. And puts it out. And he's like, no, 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 he shoots it first to break it in half to light it, to like get it to fall on the ground. But before it can hit the ground, he shoots it again to put it out. So it's like he throws it. You're like, explosion. The guy catches it. You're like, oh, maybe not. What's going on here? But then he shoots it in half. Seagal still has the draw on him. Yeah. Shoots the thing in half. It flies in the air. Everyone's like, we're going to (laughs) explode. And Seagal also shoots. For some some reason, I missed that. Harvey Oswald level shots. Somehow, I missed the second shot there. I thought he just shot it once and put it out. I'm glad we're going over this in case our you know the viewers missed that. Yeah, my bad, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, big ups to our viewers. But then immediately after that, his last two one-liners go back to this theme of anal violations. In fact, the next one literally, he says, "I swear." He's talking to the main baddie here, and he says, "I swear to you, Mr. Hannah." I'm going to show you a whole new meaning of the word violation. <laughs> it's like, ah, why? All right. Do you have to do that? He's talking about get, having him sent to prison in yeah, that scene? No. That's a different one? That that's is a, a different oh, one. Oh, with boy. Tyrone. He's talking about Tyrone right, okay. to, yes, um, yes. That's a, to that's Chris a Christopherson, one. I believe. Which is another, like, Seagal. You don't have to use it. You could have so been then, Jimmy. It doesn't yeah, have to be Tyrone. It, you know what I'm saying? So we finally, anyone. so getting to Tyrone, we have our final... I call this one bat. It's a, it's a combo really because it's a one liner that then gets like layuped again later. So I'm gonna combine it together. But uh, he's again talking. This is towards the end, and he's talking to the bad guy, and and he's and he's letting him know that he's going to jail. You know, he's taking him in, and obviously, Chris Christopherson character is not going to that, and he makes a joke about how you know he doesn't really know uh, too much about the prison system. Mm-hmm. Right, and he was like, "Oh, like uh, it's a long time to go without a woman, five or thirty years or something like that." And he says he's gonna get put away, and Chris Christopherson is like, "Oh, a long way, long time to go without a woman." Yes. <laughs> so Seagal's like, "You know, I have a dear friend named Tyrone, and he promised me he'd take you <laughs> under his wing and teach you the most intimate social graces of the prison system, so you won't have to worry about that." And then later to alley-oop this. He shoots him in the shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. Seagal shoots his guy in the shoulder, and his guy's like, "Ah, oh, I'm still alive." The guy was like, yeah, you are still alive. Now, that could be because I'm a bad shot, or it could be because I really wanted you to meet my friend Tyrone. <laughs> I was like, man, he is really just... the or- Between the orifices violations and Tyrone, it's like what you're really trying to send a message that if you fuck with nature, 
You're, you're going to get it in the ass. <laughs> yeah. Stigal's going to fuck you in the ass. Right up the pooper. <laughs> right up the pooper. To f- he's going to have his friends apparently yeah. fuck you in the <laughs> he's ass. He's going to have somebody fuck you in the he's ass. Not yeah. gonna he's, gonna he's not going to do it himself. He's not going to do it himself. He's, he's going to have somebody fuck you in the ass. So it, it was so next odd. Next time be- you think about littering or not recycling, just watch your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been a through line. That would have been a great through line is he keeps seeing people litter and snapping <laughs> their limbs. But you know what the disappointing part about this is? What's let's, that? let's let's take it to Smitty. Let's let Smitty talk about what's oh. disappointing about this. Let's take it to snapping. Snapping this? with Mr. Smitty. Can we even can we even call it then? Uh, let's let's let Smitty Smitty talk about this. Snapping all right, guys. So so y'all know that our generally our over under. song play, man. Snapping with Mr. Smitty. Generally, the over under is five, four, five and a half. Five and a, how does it? So generally for this, our so it's always o- o- over five and under. a half. Oh, I see. Is yep. our over under for snaps in this movie? Smitty, um, what you got? Big fat goose egg in this movie. Oh. No snaps. No snaps whatsoever. What's going on? How's that possible? Unless you call a broken nose a snap, which I do definitely don't. Nope. I kind of like the theme of the baddie with the broken nose. And he just keeps getting shots. his nose broken. I do like that. And he I've seen that. Squeezes his head. Yeah, yes. I feel like I've seen that in. in was that in, did that happen in Roadhouse with some guy too? Yeah, I, I feel, feel like it does happen in Roadhouse. Know. I feel like that's happened in other movies, but big fat goose egg for this. No snaps. Very disappointing. A few close ones. Yep. We were on the edge of our seat. So a few all times. you guys with money on the under, congratulations. Yeah, very smart bet. Very smart bet. I would if I was gonna gamble on our podcast, I would watch the movie first. You know what I mean? I would I would too. I would say that's probably the smart thing to do, seeing as it came out in ninety seven, but you or know, I would biff, biff Tannen myself <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. We're getting back okay. to 96 and throw a little money down in Atlantic oh, City or Vegas, perhaps. Some prop bets on Seagal. Sparks. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. No Good old Sparks. Zero. Haven't been there in a while. I would have never guessed zero for this movie. That's a uh, hour and 45 minutes and not no a single snaps. snap. It, uh, it was it, so disappointing. It was a strangely wholesome movie. It was very restrained. It was. It he was. wasn't banging anybody, no titties. I mean, honestly, no. though, like... No, not every, even making out with anybody. Honestly, every yeah. fight scene was right. just like a quick punches, and then like everyone was just pretty much like knocked out or just like kind of like I yeah. can't go on anymore. There was like, one cool restraint scene, but yeah, there was basically one shootout scene, and that was like in yep. when we were having the fire down below. Oh yeah, that like, was pretty literal. One of the fake endings, the first fake ending, <laughs> yes. I should say. Sure. Um, the best. O- ending. Other than that, it's just it's like it's just. It was non like kind of boring, just small skirmishes. A nothing, lot of Christian really values, happens. I think, yeah. being espoused. Sure. He is kind of a very Christ. much so, He's very a much carpenter, so. you guys. Yeah. Oh, you know shit. what I yeah. mean. He He's wears all black s- leather all the time, just like JC. That was his thing. I feel like in the country Talk music, fishing. I feel like they were trying to sell it to the people of Appalachia, which is maybe why this movie didn't do so well. <laughs> you don't need to sell them anything. Yeah. Um, but it, se- it did seem like it was brought to you by Jim Beam for a minute there when that uh, guitar player great, gets really drunk. Great <laughs> Kentucky, right? Placement. Isn't that where Jim Beam's from? Yeah. Well, all, basically all bourbon is made in Kentucky. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of bur- bourbon, Netflix. I mean, okay. that's Kentucky. what bur- I mean, right? Kentucky. There's no yeah, bourbon right. made in any other I think state. So. Any? Oh, wow. Really it's ten- what about Tennessee? Tennessee Mash or something like that? Um, is Jack Daniels Tennessee? I think Jack Daniels might be Tennessee. Might be Tennessee. I don't know. Those two states. Right. But there was just something very... This is like kind of a classic Seagal thing. Either he's like fucking women way too young for <laughs> yeah. him, or it's like a non-sexual relationship that's kind of just hinted at. Very much so. And I thought Sarah was actually pretty good in this movie, and I found her to be one of the most convincing actresses. I was going to be say, she was definitely the most believable. Steven Seagal. Um, but it was, again, like very oddly non-sexual, again, opposed yep. to the last movie where he it's fucks that daughter surrogate. I also feel like her character at this moment, like she's been through a lot of shit, you know, like yep. she's she's not one to let anyone in real close right off the bat, that's you know? No. She's and that's the reason why man. it's not sexual. Yeah, it's very restrained, man. Restrained on she's techniques. She's got a on uh, women restrained everywhere, really. This is the least sinfully Seagal, seriously Seagal, I think we've ever yeah. done. I would say so too. Let's uh, let's talk some neeks, man. Let's. You want to talk, talk neeks, right? These restraints. All right, let's talk neeks with with the brown man. <laughs> Talking neeks with the brown man. What yeah. did Steven do today? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Talking some tasty neeks. Tasty neeks. So, uh, pretty pretty heavy on the crotch shots. 
lot of crotch kicks. A lot of crotch shots. Um, That's why I thought it was like, just like another kids kind of thing. Uh, yeah, Kicking a lot dudes of crotch in the shots. Balls the one thing that really stood <laughs> out for for those of you who are you know jujitsu fanatics, aikido fanatics, he had a pretty good restraint. He had a great wrist lock, a muchi, M U C H I, for those of you guys out there, which is when he was. It was after the dance. When he was restraining the kid, Chris Christopherson kid, when he was like, so, <laughs> um, the kid who looked like Jared Leto from My So Called Life, terrible haircut. Like, <laughs> what said, the fuck was that kid's like, haircut? Like Matthew McConaughey with the Rachel cut. He was poor man's McConaughey. Yeah, let's hold on to that haircut situation until I come. But so, uh, yeah. So that scene when he restrains the guy basically and makes her apologize, makes him apologize. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uses a really nice wrist lock, but again, it could have been a. Bra- I was almost expecting to break it, but instead he just kept the pain on, you know, a restraint technique. And just let me throw out a shout out to these kinds of moves. Right? I love, I love these techniques because you have that option where you can restrain somebody, put them in pain, but not break their. You know what I mean? Like some of these other arts, like taekwondo, karate, you can only punch somebody or you don't, right? right. But with jujitsu, wrist locks, things like that, you have a certain degree of like. How much do you want to go? How much pain do you want to inflict on? But I am sad he didn't decide to go all the way and break it off. So you know, but really advanced. The Muchi wrist lock is actually a black on our in our gym. That's a black belt level uh, technique. Seagal's no joker, man. No, it's a it's a hard technique. It's very hard. I really like the move that he pulled uh, when he was in the lumberyard fight. He was getting uh, uh, materials for Sarah's porch. Yes, and he started using a two by four, or it was more <laughs> yeah. like a big, a big thick dowel. Yeah, yes. yeah, that and was, then he was awesome. Like, oh, you broke my wood. It's this is kind of the beginning of Seagal's like totally non-moving action sequences. Well, there was so one hit he did yeah, with a dowel. Yeah, literally, he he was like straight up and down yeah, as an arrow. Did he move and like moving. just like flicked his arm yeah. up, and yeah. it was just like. It looked just so bad. It looked like he was a puppet or something yes, and somebody it was doing it, it for him. It didn't real. It was so strange. Uh, yeah. so I had an idea for a business venture that I'd like to present to you guys. Oh, okay. Um, uh, because of some of the uh, green screen scenes in this movie, which were nice. very odd, often which involved the boy with the, the pictures... Well, that one scene with a picnic, you could tell that they, they <laughs> were definitely was green not screen. there. They like, they couldn't get there. an outdoors shot at a picnic? I, it was uh, so odd. It was strange. Um, I want Steven Seagal color forms. Oh, man, let's bring them back. Color forms. Wait, what are those? Color forms are these, like, little sticky guys that you, uh, almost like magnets or something, and you'll have different background scenes, and you have your little characters. And I don't think I was around. What year were those at? Uh, 1990 to 1992. One. Oh, I would have been yes. zero to <laughs> one years old. Yeah, exactly. But if we had like different scenes where you you would have, for example, an above the law scene, and you'd have all your different Seagals, and you could put them. Oh, I see. Uh, I see. You I could see. take okay. uh, a Seagal from marked for death and put him in an above the law scene. <laughs> Dude, imagine those guys that. Would not guys. be able to handle that. One. I know it'd be tough. Can you imagine putting? <laughs> I know we haven't. Oh my God! I know we haven't gotten here yet. But Go there, man. Could you Go imagine there, ki- taking the out for justice, uh-huh. Steven Seagal, <laughs> and putting him in this fucking fire down below? Can he you, hold would on, hold have on. killed so many hold people. On. Immediately dead. Can, can you on. remind me which... We haven't been Derek? out for justice oh, yet. Okay, That's episode 20. <laughs> it's down the oh, road. But okay, forget okay, that. Okay. Let's just take last week's belly of the beast, yep. Seagal. If you threw that guy, you put him there, yeah. and those environmentalists kidnapped... Oh, my God. They I took would, his daughter. I would love to take uh, Matt Conlon from Pistol Whipped and put him here, and he would just drink <laughs> the whiskey with the yeah, guitar player. Yeah, he like would. He would just chill out and be like, well, hey, up. it's not so bad. It's just kids getting sick. Like yeah. that guy would like <laughs> pass him his guitar, then he'd keep drinking and pass his guitar to Sarah. He'd be like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so Seagal color forms. That can go with his, oh. uh, his scent of action cologne line. Okay. Peter, I want to hear what other ideas you have, too. Let's take us to the island. Smitty, you want to do it? Let's take us to the island. I want to hear other Of alternate endings. The island. The island of, of alternate, alternate endings. endings. Ah, 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 Damn, that was ah, short. Ah, All right. Ah, ah, ah. There's a character who plays a big role in this movie. We haven't gone linearly, but I think that's okay because this movie was kind of like a Quentin Tarantino movie that should <laughs> be out of order but reordered. We're doing this podcast like the movie is Like put the together. movie itself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. it is we're all over the place. One minute bursts <laughs> in which nothing happens. They could have condensed so many of these scenes. Oh, God. This movie could have been a good 80 minutes long. There's a character named happy. Earl who is the love interest <laughs> brother. Earl. Who is clearly a creeper from the beginning. And he wears his jeans way too tight. Yeah. Dude, those jeans are out of control. For a minute in it's the movie, that bald, he kind of becomes one of the bad guys or like a I certain boss level. 
He is involved in the fire down below sequence. Yes, he's involved in the cover up. Dude, he's he, involved he went everything. from being. He's like, like the this. number. He's basically the number one henchman because he remember really is, yeah. Chris Christopherson's Chris Christopherson's like, you guys know who to call to take care of this. Yeah, and, it's and him. like they tease him, and then you find out later that it's actually he's this like guy. John Hamm dude, from the Wet Hot American like, Summer TV series. <laughs> yes, yes, he went exactly. from being this like mildly like creepy dude to just like child molester, yeah. like murderer, behind like, the arsonist, too. like. Within like a minute, you're just like, holy shit, this guy is like... Yeah, so he, sh- he shows up, he's clearly a creep with his sister, he says things like, I'd be real awful sorry if somebody hurt you, yeah, and then like yeah. locks her in a room, and the music was th- so threatening. Another part of this is like, they c- they talk about deliverance and stuff like that, and they respecting the southern culture, and they immediately go with the incest, like... Yeah, molestation right angle. Yeah, yeah. I'm Which telling you, man, they portray the Southern people wrong. Earl really does a poor job portraying is the Southern people. Southern, or would you say Midwestern? Southern. It's Appalachian. Appalachian, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. It's right. a little bit of both. Let's go with that. Um, They're good peeps. So we find out he's a rapey dude. We also kind of find out later on that he's... He's also a murdery dude. So he... <laughs> so Sarah's dad was murdered back in the day, and she thinks... She, does she actually think that she did it? No. I don't think she so. She knows no, that no. she's part of the no, cover-up. No, no. Yeah. Her brother was molesting her. It's all fucked up. Seagal and he, he was an adult, so basically everything. I feel like she kind of took the rap. Is that what it was? Or that's what Seagal says yeah, in that one paragraph summary at the uh, end of okay. the movie. Was Earl like, listen, I need you to take this one for me. I know this guy named Tyrone and he's a pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna fuck me. <laughs> he's gonna fuck me worse than I've been fucking you. Oh God. Really great, really gross. Terrible. So he shows up. He he very quickly becomes one of the main bad guys. He burns down Tyrone? the church. No. Yes, Tyrone. <laughs> no, Tyrone. Yeah, we find out it's Earl who burns down the church and kills Levon. Yeah, dude. I can't believe they burned down the church. And then he burns down bees. Yeah, he burns the bees. He burns her bees. Stop the bees. Why would you burn her bees, bees, man? What the fuck is wrong with you? Because he's evil. And it's all she cared about. That's all she she had to make her money, too. It's the one thing we know about her character. Yeah, that she's an (laughs) apiarist. I'm glad that he dies in an acid bath. Yes, and he dies covered in uh, fucking Slimer's jizz. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it was radioactive So he sets a bunch of fires. He tricks Seagal. He's Damn. literally shitting all over the environment in this movie. Yeah, it's which really is bad. the one thing that Steven wants to protect. All those barrels, those 16 barrels of cyanide are down there, which Christopher Christopherson Although, made $6 million off of. To be fair, <laughs> Steven Seagal also guy. caused several, deal. probably, like, God knows how much pollution when he allowed that Optimus Prime size. Yeah, when he dumps yeah, Optimus he did, Prime he, he, did, he did trick that truck to go in over the ledge right into the river, which probably had some sort of garbage yeah, in the back of it. that probably couldn't be good for the... <laughs> yeah. That's not optimal. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a one-liner he could have said to a truck. <laughs> my alternate ending... Hold on, hold on I oh, got sorry. to my alternate ending. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, have I you just, not gotten I want to introduce Earl. None of us have. Here's my no. alternate ending. Okay. <laughs> so we go down to the fire down below. We're down in the mine shaft. Stephen and Earl uh, drive in there, okay, in that little fun thing that you oh, want yeah, to, you yeah, want yeah, to sit yeah, on. Right. Stephen yeah. is clearly two feet taller than the dude playing Earl. Um, they get into a firefight. A bunch yeah. of dudes, sur- like, so many times in this movie, like, a video game, there's, like, a bunch of dudes step up and are like, we're going to beat the shit out of you. And Steven's going <laughs> yes. to be like, I one see you one. in my peripheral vision. Yeah. Um, yeah, Earl awesome. says something like, I would kill you, but I, damn it, I like you. So this guy's going to kill you instead. Steven gets the jump on them. All hell breaks loose. Toxic Typical. slime, Typical. toxic sludge everywhere. Okay? Yeah. The shitty, uh, the shitty kid blows up the whole place. Yeah. Seagal jumps out. Like at the end of Under Siege 2, he outruns he an explosion. Yeah, we now in your alternate. Yes. Here we go. Yes, here we go. Here it is. Earl is still down there. Okay. Covered in toxic sludge. No. Did we see him actually die? No, we didn't. Oh okay. God. Oh, my God. So a bunch more stuff happens, and we have a nice happy ending. But I, I actually thought but there was... Did, or did we? A tiny chance this would happen. He's going to come back all mutated. <laughs> yes. Toxic <laughs> Earl. <laughs> Toxic Earl. And how good a movie is that? Oh, it's amazing. I'm just picturing the end of, you know, in Robocop when that one guy gets doused with um, um, toxic sludge and then like mutates into that Mm -hmm. thing and then gets hit by the car and basically just explodes into goo. Yeah. I was kind of hoping for something like that. But he shows up at the end and he has like twice the uh, molesting and patricide (laughs) powers that he previously had. Jesus. Or, or, we think we have our happy ending. Seagal's finally going to bang Sarah. People don't molest people, all right? Yeah, this good is a public thank, service thank announcement. That's a good Thanks. public service announcement. Seagal's fi- God Just it. Let Seagal's him finally going to have a sex scene. He takes off his shirt to reveal Kawat Earl. 
Yes. Bum, bum, bum. Earl is sticking yes. out of his chest and going, uh, uh Jack. <laughs> Start reactor. <laughs> yes. Wow. I also want to see a Cheech and Chong style movie with the redneck gardeners at the beginning. Redneck <laughs> weed farmers from the beginning. I think that'd be That's really awesome. fun. Yep. What's your alternate ending? Sorry, that took so My long. alternate ending would be when Steven Seagal, again, this goes back to, first of all, I would have snapped that guy's wrist off, that kid's wrist, instead of showing her saying. But then when they go on to the promenade and Chris Christopherson is first talking with Seagal and they're like, you know, he's like, You're, you don't have any evidence, blah, blah, blah. Like, how much is it going to cost? I would have fucking broke his neck right there, tossed him in the river and been like, well, I'm going back to the dance. <laughs> I, I mean, you're right there. The guy's threatening you, taunting you. Just fuck him, hit him in the throat, shove his body into the lake, and just be like, go fuck yourself. Dude. You're above he's, the law. Yeah. yeah. He's right? pre- honestly, he's pretty badass for an EPA agent. Yeah, he sticks a gun he's, in a cop's mouth and then talks carry, everyone out down from the scene. It is like, I have more power than you. I don't believe that, those guys carry guns, That disarm was pretty fucking sick. <laughs> a little awkward. Yeah, yeah, that one was good. Yeah, he's an EPA yeah, agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... Uh, <laughs> I, last time I checked, I wasn't I wasn't so sure that they were uh, militaristic, but I, I don't know. He, Who he knows the, now? He's an EPA agent with the wherewithal to ole a truck off a cliff by standing <laughs> in front of his car and then just like as casually as possible, just like, step like he's stepping the to the counter at Starbucks, yeah. getting out of the way. He's environmentalist, man. They don't fuck around these <laughs> yeah. days. Okay, Smitty, so, you got one? Yeah. Okay. So basically, my alternate ending would be. So when they're down below in the mine, when they're getting rid of the sludge or whatever. In the titular fire down below scene? Yes, hey, yes, the titular scene. Um, <laughs> so Chris Christopherson Christof- Chris Chris shows up yep. with his son to make sure everything goes to his plan because his son's been fucking up so much. Correct. Okay? Especially so so they're, they're in, in the mine as well. And um, basically everything happens like it did. It blows up, toxic sludge everywhere, yeah. and Seagal just escapes. The mine explodes, and the movie's done. Mm-hmm. Saved you twenty minutes right there. That's your alternate. Ending. Yes, it's yes, just it's ended just ended sooner. Ended, ended right there. Yeah, yeah. That would That's make it. a lot more sense, and I was thinking that would be a good way to condense things. It'd probably be a good length too, right? But if they're Chris Christopherson like literally couldn't be there for that scene, right? Or something exactly. weird yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So sure. he gets. Shot in the shoulder in that casino yeah. scene, which made no fucking sense and was such a letdown. Uh, no, he wanted him to meet Tyrone, bro. Think about how awesome the ending to Under Siege 2 was. Think about it, Flav. You know how awesome that was. was yeah. Action on it action was so on action. Good. And this this just, movie winds down the left. This reminded me, this reminded me of this, like this Return a Home Prairie movie, you know? It, it reminded me of Return of the King, where like it could have ended like five times. Yeah. <laughs> And then you're just like, oh, God, why did you fade out like that? Lord you basically of the just tricked me. I would love an like, ending. Is that Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Return of the King? Yeah, yeah. Where Steven wakes up from a slumber like the next day and a bunch of hobbits run in and start playing yeah, yeah, on his yeah, bed. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> and then Tyrone busts in the yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's Tyrone. High five, smash cut, yeah. <laughs> produced and written by Stephen Skull. Oh, God. There's an alternate beginning I wish we had, too, which is when he's testing the water of the town. Uh, and that kid is peeing. You, Smitty, you and I were both like oh, cheering. Yeah, because he so collects. The, kid, the kid is kind of peeing in the water that Stephen is collecting. Like as a, it's a little moment of comedy, I think. Before Stephen Mike Myers is after this kid. Right. We really wanted Stephen to drink the pee water. Oh. That would have been such a great. Because he was little collecting joke. it like right out, right off the stream, where, yeah. like where this kid was peeing ahead, and we were both like, "Sip it, sip it, sip it." But the smells, kid eats it. Yeah. Uh, that would have been. So, it kind of like looks like he's going to sip. He it thought for about a it. Moment. He thought about it. He definitely thought about it. Oh, this movie. Um, can we let's um, can we talk about overcooked eggs? Oh yeah, let's do give it. Give us a give us a little something something. Woo! This movie, our experience was with Seagal is becoming more and more generic as we go along, Dude, and it's kind of just becoming the theme song, one gray movie. Fever, you gotta let him enjoy the theme song. It's just becoming one gray movie. And not to let it go all the way. Stevens. Yeah, that's overcooked awesome. gotta, eggs. I love the theme songs. That is a really good theme that's song. That's more for me than our listeners. Right? <laughs> yes, exactly. It is. I really like our. <laughs> it's theme all songs. for Raj. I feel like you know you really should have the theme song played a little bit before going into it. You the know, soundtrack to this movie was pretty good. Can you get the song "Fire Down Below" for the listeners for the end, maybe, Smitty? Yeah, is there I, an I think song I can do that. Fire yeah. Down Below. Yeah, dude. 
Oh, wow. It was written for this movie. Did you know this? Is, this movie was nominated for four Razzies. It, um, Steven for worst picture for Steven as worst actor. Yeah, um, I think they lost him. a lot to Jean Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman <laughs> for Double Team that oh, year, oh, 1997. Okay. Oh, uh, I but that. he was also nominated. Seagal was nominated for worst on-screen couple with him and his guitar. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, oh. I would vote for that. <laughs> yeah, for totally. Sure. That's really good. But That's they lost to Double nice, Team in that one. Nice facts there, P. Bear. Like yeah, that. great facts. Uh, some overcooked eggs. Um, th- like everything is an overcooked egg at this point, right? Like every. F- Goddamn movie we watch is about the Smitty same. Smitty started really things. calling every single plot point, every it's single just, beat in this uh, movie, and you, and you said at one point you were just like, "It's <laughs> like I don't even have to watch the movie at all." And it was true. You were saying every, everything that was going to come next. You really called it. Um, religion once again. Religion. The religion aspect to his films. Uh, killing a pastor or killing a man of the cloth. Yes, that seems to be a theme. He which was, he likes doing that. I'm going to combine this on. segment with my bad. Badder worstest moment. Uh, okay. Why don't you hit that hit that music a little bit too? Are these I might bad guys or bad bad guys being okay. bad badder and the worstest. The religion ties into this one exactly like pistol whipped. We see the death of a man of the cloth, and that is yep. the moment where the bad guys go too far and fuck things up. Mm-hmm. After that, it's it's all over. After that, it's all downhill for them because they have sinned originally and totally. Once again, like every Seagal movie, and you said this last episode, Raj, mm-hmm. he just knows from the beginning exactly <laughs> how everything's going to play out, and he's just walking through it. Yeah, he's just, yeah. As if it's just being handed to With him. no yeah. emotion or reaction Oh, whatsoever. another bunch of guys are attacking me. Oh, okay. bother. Yeah. He, he also calls it. Earl's entire game to him after meeting Earl twice, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he sees him twice, and he's like, every time I'm on, you know, that you're around your sister, she seems very uncomfortable. He's like, oh, so I bet you molested her. You killed your dad. Let me let me call it exactly yeah, to the yeah, beat yeah. to things that I don't know. Yep, it was out of control. And Earl's like, oh, you're a pretty smart, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he does say that. He does I say, to I, I kind of like sister. you. They all kind of like him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He even said, I like you, right? He's so yeah. on point. He's like, you know, I like you, and my sister even likes you. You know, he says he likes him. Like, why do you like? He, there's no reason for you to like him. Right, exactly. If you want to fuck your sister, this guy's already trying to do that. So one, you wouldn't like him for that. Two, he's trying to get you in jail, so you wouldn't like him for that. I like you though. Like what? You know. That was maybe the worstest moment for me. Is when they have Stephen. They are ready to kill him. They should absolutely. If you're the bad guy, you should kill. There's so many moments Jack to kill him. Tap, there's tap, so trapper. many moments. They have him sit down. He's surrounded by ten dudes, and he yeah he does the but I like you, and he hands the gun to the other dude. Then Seagal has the drop, and it's yep. over. Yep. The movie's over from there. Another bad bad guy moment, which is also kind of maybe not as much a cliche. Maybe this isn't an overcooked. Another egg. bad bad guy moment. Um, okay. but at the end, there's almost a pea bear and the brown man moment between Chris Christopherson and Seagal, where Seagal really? shoots him. Yeah, I kind of felt a, a little vibe. <laughs> Okay. I think I'm Christofferson in this one. Wait, wh- <laughs> Christofferson's down on the ground. Seagal says all that stuff about Tyrone to him, and Chris Christofferson's kind of like, "All right, man, have a good weekend." Like, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, like, kind of like, "See you later, man." And Seagal's like, "All right, check you later." <laughs> and they both kind of wink and smile. And that's and like, where he pulls out the gun and tries to the the second the gun. Second, yeah, exactly. Second but gun, they do right. kind of have like a "fuck you, buddy" kind of moment, which was yeah. I found very odd. And just maybe was like a first take where Seagal was improvising, probably as in much of this movie. I would say so. Do you guys have any overcooked eggs? Um, Aside from every I, single beat the, of this movie. Just kind of what we taught, the religion thing. is, is ba- that, That's been kind of my, my harping thing for the, the last few movies. The ham-handed like the, exposition the at the beginning. That is always a constant. The shitty use of flashbacks, yep. especially in the beginning. Particularly in the beginning. And whispers. God damn it. Speak up, Stephen. Yeah, the the first scene with Stephen and, or, or, uh, what the fuck's, Jack, Jack Taggart Mm -hmm. and Sarah. You can't hear what he's saying to her (laughs) whatsoever. We had to turn it up so loud and we still missed, like, the action was so loud compared to the voices. It was out of control. The, also, the combination of Stephen Seagal surrounded by a cast of people with accents. Is very difficult. <laughs> it seems to happen in every movie. Can't he be in New York again? I, uh, I guess we will see that in Out for Justice, which I cannot wait for. Wait, so good. 
Is that is that next? No, no, we no, got to no, we got to no, put no, that down. Oh, okay. We got to eat some vegetables, I think, for a minute. Okay, that's a that's a nice piece of Steven Seagal. Steak All right, so right we got to save bro. that. We have to save yeah. that. Do you guys have anything else you want to say about this movie? You know, it was it was not. You know, come back, come back to me, come back to me. I got to formulate my thoughts. I can understand uh, why this was Steven Seagal's downfall. Yes, in a, in a sense, can, and apparently, on Warner Deadly Brothers Ground was also shitty. I mean, he made like thirty more movies. Was it really his downfall? Not going to. Well, I mean, in terms of tweet us your thoughts. Losing your <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> tweet us your thoughts. Add seriously Seagal. Hit us up on Facebook. Add seriously Seagal. Tell us me. <laughs> well, text Raj. Do you think yeah. this was Steven Seagal's downfall? This movie. But he lost his contract with Warner Brothers no, because of this down. movie. Yeah, that was it. That was it for him. Yeah, well, fuck those guys. Sure. I, I had trouble watching this movie. I think yeah, there I are better Seagals yeah. out there. I what the guitar scene did really save a lot for me. And that even was, though the ending was, was terrible and so unsatisfying, I felt weirdly satisfied at the end because uh, there was that scene where Harry Dan's Harry Dean Slingblade is just he dancing. He, he takes on his out, new porch. He <laughs> takes us out on the credits with a solo song, him singing on guitar. It's amazing. It's a love lettered country. It's Kentucky music. Waltz. You guys should look it up. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I would say just uh, this definitely wasn't my favorite Seagal. Better than Pistol Whipped, I would say, but way better than Pistol. I think it's just better than Pistol Whipped, but not by much, honestly. I think this is the fifth best one out of six that we've seen. Yes, I would say so. That that's kind of where I'm I'm placing it in my mind right now. Instagram us your Um, Seagal movie rankings. Oh please, oh oh, just as a little. Extra bonus here. Wh- whoever hasn't watched last week's South Park, The Safe Space, I would recommend go do that right now. There's a nice little cameo from yours truly. Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. <laughs> Seagal's blowing up right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you started to confuse yourself with Steven Seagal? Uh, a little bit. I think well, we're going to recast hair our movie. Raj, I'm sorry. I think we're going to recast our movie about Steven Seagal, <laughs> where we make the most generic possible Steven Seagal movie. Smitty's going to play Seagal. Okay. You're going to be a bad guy. I could do that. Or you could be his Keith David, too. You be the bad guy? I'll be the bad guy. <laughs> and then we'll also play a, a P-Bear and the Brown Man style henchman crew. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. That's Are you down for that? I'm totally down for that. Any final thoughts? Yeah, I gotta Slave. tell our view our our listeners, viewers what's next. Jake. Uh oh, what is next? Jake we, or Jack? No, we are going not to, from Jake. No Jack. No Johns. We are going really? to become <laughs> Simon <gasps> Ballister. Is it, tell me he's doing a British accent. Tell me he's doing a British accent. No, he. Oh. Is a man with a dark and violent past. No of way. Course. Is he a leech? Seeks revenge for the murder of his son. Oh, so good. That's we that are delivering day. urban justice. Oh, dude. Oh, 2007. This has got Danny Trejo in it. Oh, sick. It's got Eddie Griffin. Oh, nice. It's got fucking Carmen Sereno, Corey Hart. A lot of a lot of people in this one. Straight to like straight to video. I see. Oh, yes. Do you, can you tell where it's set, Flav? Uh, what urban area is he? Uh, inflicting justice Nick. upon. Also, I'm wondering, is he elite in any way in this movie? Is well, he CIA? He's got a dark forces? and violent past. That's weird. That's so different. He had no past in this movie tonight. She, They gave all his past that's usually part of the movies to the love interest. Tonight was none. There wasn't a past. I was really pissed off at that newspaper that said that Sarah killed her dad. That headline. Yeah. It was right. like, blah, 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 kills her father. Los Angeles. We're in Los Angeles. Oh, okay, cool. In this next movie. And in the sub-headline, it said she, she was a suspect. That's really shitty journalism. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Steven Seagal, Escape from L.A. I think everybody the has to escape from L.A. The review of our next movie is Urban Justice is a mm. sublimely ridiculous <laughs> exercise in unintentional self-parody. A so-bad-it's-good romp. Highly recommended to Seagal fans and detractors alike. Okay, oh, that I think like we're going to enjoy this one. I think we're going to like that one. I just had to point out, I'm just mm-hmm. on the IMDb page on the message board. Uh, one of the things says under recent post, Seagal in Fat Elvis period, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> like right now? Uh, I think so. Years ago? I don't know. Maybe 2007, years, Maybe man. 10 years ago, but we're also jumping. right now. We're going 10 years in the future next time from where we just were. Oh, That's I'm very pretty excited. Good. I'm looking forward to that. This is going to be fun. So many huge leather jackets. <laughs> oh, my oh God, my yeah. God, so big. I like your couch. I want to wear it. Yeah, it's pretty good. looks pretty good. Okay, yes, that was Fire Down Below, yeah, 1997. Shout out to our sponsors, Pepsi. 
Oh, yes, of course. Let's thank, of course, Pepsi for providing Wendy's. us. Um, we, Wendy's as well. Uh, Beeple Express. Beeple Airlines, Beeple Express. Um, what is, what's Seagal's cologne again? Scent of Scent Action Scent cologne. Scent of Action. And Steven Seagal's color forms. <laughs> yes. Um, this, this was a pretty good one. 11% on Rotten Tomatoes for Fire Down Below. Sorry to anyone who watched this, but thanks for listening. Yes. This has been P-Bear. Flavor. Smitty. This is Seriously Seagal. Can't you call in sick and tell him you have a doctor's appointment? I'll make it worth your while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Received a call yesterday and got a lead on some boogie joints opening up. You are gonna make me late. Do not. I gotta go. Hello. Hello. they are. No, I'm a lot fucking worse. <laughs>